0: State lawmakers gabbled in for 2024 at the state capitol in Albany early Wednesday. They're scheduled to spend 61 days at the capitol from now through the first week of June. Assembly Speaker Carl Hasty is a Bronx Democrat. In his opening remarks, he said the state's housing crisis will be a major focus for lawmakers this year.
1: We must build more affordable housing across the state, but at the same time, we must protect those in our existing housing stock.
0: Governor Hochul will lay out her agenda for the year when she delivers her third state of the state address on Tuesday. She'll offer up her state budget proposal a week later. And still in Albany, where Governor Hochul is dealing with issues more pedestrian in nature, a pectoral injury. The New York governor's arm was in a sling at a presser near Albany earlier. She says she tore a muscle in her chest working out on Tuesday. In the gym, lifting, going from 70 pounds. And I thought for my New Year's resolution, I can go to 80. And my body said no to 80. The governor says her recovery period will be six to eight weeks. Up next, New York City has banned vendors from all bridges and bridge entrances effective immediately. We'll have more on that after the break. What should I play? I haven't even tried this piano yet. Why don't we play a little bit of a piece that I think you might know.
1: It's a new season of the Open Ears Project. I'm Terrence McKnight. With stories from people who share the piece of classical music that guided them through some of the most important chapters in their lives. Listen now wherever you get podcasts.
0: As of now, New York City is enforcing a ban on vendors from all bridges and bridge entrances, particularly on the Brooklyn Bridge. Mayor Adams' administration says this will make the bridge safer for pedestrians. I recently sat down with Mohamed Atiya from the Nonprofit Street Vendor Project and Jiatso Lama, who is from Tibet and has been selling his pictures on the Brooklyn Bridge since 2005, to hear their thoughts on the ban. Mohamed, what do you think of the city's argument that a blanket ban on vendors would increase pedestrian safety?
2: Yeah, it's a really disappointing uh, policy to see taking place because New York City is crowded. New York City is busy. Every street, every sidewalk is full of people. And if the city would take this approach, uh, we might as well just ban vending all over the five boroughs, right? Uh, where it's not crowded in New York City. I don't know. It is so unfair and unjust to the vendors who have been there for many years uh, selling items that uh, a lot of tourists considered a part of the attraction to go to Brooklyn Bridge and buy these products and these souvenirs and grab a bite, grab a hot dog or a pretzel or a bottle of water uh, while they are on their way to visit the two-mile stretch bridge.
0: Jasso, yeah, you've been selling on the Brooklyn Bridge for almost 20 years. Can you tell us more about your time on the Brooklyn Bridge, and is it a successful place to be at?
1: Yeah, I was running in different places. And uh, if I tell my story, I was during the September 11th, we were around the par, uh, around the church across the Ground Zeroes. We were running there. And then afterward, uh, they banned everybody from the earth. And later on I was in the Betty park and Betty Park also from there they, they remove everybody's so this is the third place is from where we are removed from the street so this is a sad story and among them the Brook Bridge is a very nice place because in the sense that uh, there are a lot of tourists coming and tourists coming not only just to walk on the bridge they like our uh, things we are selling on the bridge too. they like it very much and they especially come for just buy things from us. So what I want to say that this is a really nice place, not only to me, to the lot of tourists And I think that uh, Brooklyn Bridge, uh, people come not only to the Wagon uh, Bridge, but they uh, come just to buy some souvenirs and things we are selling on the bridge too.
0: Do you have any plans on moving to another location? And how is this new rule going to affect your livelihood?
1: Uh, that's very uh, hard to say because... Uh, I need to continue to work because I, I, I'm I in 66, still I want work. So that's why I, to go to some other place, I'm not sure how much business I'm going to get it because till now I'm supporting my family with this business. I have three sons, they come here as an immigrant. I, I, we sent them to the, uh, college, they finished college. And it's support them. And being an immigrant, I'm able to support them. And one of them is engineer, he's working in Tesla. Other one is the accountant, he's working from the home. And the other one, the third one is, he went to the Marine for four years, then he come back and now he finished his education, he's looking for a job. Doing it as a venture, it's helped not only to me and myself, my children, uh, It's a, my, my story is one of the example of the immigrant story who work on the street and support their families. Muhammad, the Department of Transportation
0: uh, revealed the proposed rule in October. And since then, some of the vendors had asked for a compromise, things like removing unlicensed vending on the bridge. How was that compromise received by the city?
2: Well, we haven't heard uh, much follow up from the city since the hearing that took place on November 14th. We were expecting the city to come back with an alternative plan, some sort of middle ground, allow vendors to operate on areas on uh, the pathway where it's really wide. And we have measured uh, the whole pathway throughout the bridge. Some areas are very narrow where it's five foot or six foot wide. It doesn't make any sense for anyone to set up there. However, there are uh, so many other areas on the pathway that is 16 foot wide. And this is, we believe is wide enough for a table to be set up there, especially that the table's measurement is only three foot wide. So you're taking only three foot out of 16 foot pathway, you still have enough room for pedestrians to flow and uh, just enjoy the bridge in a safe way. However, DOT never came back with any sort of compromise, again, with this wholesale ban on vending throughout the bridge.
0: Mohamed, can you tell us more about the larger crackdown on unlicensed vending across the city under the Adams administration?
2: It's pretty sad uh, to see it everywhere across the city right now. Right before Christmas, uh, we heard a massive crackdown on vendors on Fordham Road in the Bronx and in many other areas where people have experienced like really excessive uh, effort of enforcement. Uh, Properties were seized uh, from the vendors. Uh, Tickets were issued in time where People actually want to operate to make few dollars so they can rely on them uh, during the cold months. We know that January and February are very harsh months for street vendors. There is not much of foot traffic. The weather is really brutal and people really rely on the holiday seasons to make some money and some savings. Uh, sadly, that didn't happen that A lot of uh, vendors were not allowed to operate during the holiday season just because of the crackdown. And it's really sad to see throughout the past couple of years that there has been little to nothing actually took place to support the unlicensed vendors, right? We have seen a lot of people started vending during the pandemic. We haven't seen much moving in terms of access to license or permits. We have seen the implementation of Local Law 18 uh, that passed in 2021 to create new uh, food vending system, to create new licenses and permits for food vendors. But we have also seen that the process has been extremely slow. On the flip side, when you look at merchandise vendors, not even a single license was issued that is new beyond the outdated limit and cap that was placed in the 70s only 853 licenses. So in a way, the vendors are being, uh, you know, scapegoated for the city's failure to regulate street vending in a way that is fair and
0: just to all the vendors and all the small business community. Councilmember Gail Brewer is proposing legislation that would allow limited vending on the bridge. If that bill is passed and implemented, could that get vendors back on bridges? Uh, Of course. It can bring them back, of course, in the wide
2: areas only, which is something we support, the vendors support. Uh, The vendors have already proposed that in the hearing with DOT. And I think that the bill is a result of what the vendors have proposed to DOT and the administration on that hearing back in November.
0: That's Mohamed Atia from the Nonprofit Street Vendor Project and Jiat Solama, who sells his artwork on the Brooklyn Bridge. Thanks for listening to NYC Now from WNYC. Catch us every weekday, three times a day. I'm Sean Carlson. We'll be back tomorrow.